With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. Welcome back to another episode of Habs Nightly. Where have we been? Life. What's happened? Nothing. There's there's no Habs games. All-Stars, we'll get into that. Uh, before we get into a, an episode about absolutely fucking nothing, my co-host, Mason. Mason, how are you? I'm fucking beautiful. How are you, buddy? He's beautiful. Uh, yeah, dude, I've had a tough one. I've had a fucking tough one. So if you if you have anything else to say for your intros, <clears throat> we can get into one of the most devastating things that it, that could have happened to me. Do you want to get my bullshit out of the way? Is this like a big story you have, or it's it's it, it's big to me? It won't be big to anybody else. Um, yeah, Not- today. I just did. I've just been on the school grind lately, honestly. I uh, love it. Don't don't be like like me. (laughs) No, but I'm a little convinced I have like some form of ADHD because love it. I just like I I cannot sit still in a lecture or or like the other like or what happened to me a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. I just like super hyper focused all of a sudden from like 10 a.m. to literally like 12 a.m. And I completed every single, so I have like these weekly tests that take like two hours and you can do them online. Mm -hmm. And I realized that they're all open. So I spent the whole day with my fucking psychology textbook and just did all of them in in one day for the entire unit, like the entire course. Like I'm talking about, that's what I'm talking about. And, but then like, today i did fuck all <laughs> the, the, the the focus was not there so i heard yeah that. That, that, that's my day i've done nothing but whatever we move dude okay um i remember when like adhd i'm not gonna say it was when it was getting popular you know what i'm saying but 
I remember like the early Adderall commercials. Um, <laughs> and you, you know what, dude? I I I know I had it. You know, like the signs were there. Um, I didn't I didn't want to be diagnosed with anything. You know, you're a kid. You're scared. Um, but I swear to God, I saw the commercial and I was like, it literally said your kid could lose up to 20 pounds. And I was like, sold, (laughs) sold. Right. And I was like, mom, watch this commercial. Don't you think I have all of that? And she's like, yeah, I think you got like a lot more, but yeah, let's go see if you have this. Oh my God. I'm sure if they did an extensive thing, I'd probably have Tourette's. I probably have, yeah, I know I have ADHD and, you know, whatever ADD, all of that shit. I wouldn't be surprised if I, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm like not just slightly on the spectrum. Like I have like a a good portion. Um, (laughs) Anyway, dude, I get these fucking pills. I get like (laughs) just, you know, like, uh, uh, Fuck! What what do they call it? Uh, what do they call cards when it's like the the first the first series of them? Like not uh, not not first gen, you know what I'm saying? But like, what y- y'all get what I'm saying? You know, like I got the original Adderall. You know, I got the original Ritalin. I had both. Okay. And then I found out I couldn't swallow pills. Oh my god! You were that kid. You couldn't take pills. I didn't know how. Okay. I didn't know how. And I would, I, so I, I'm like a very, uh, I have a, like a lot of anxiety. So imagine as a kid, it's in my mouth. I can't get it to go down. I didn't understand. Like just rocket that bitch to the back. You know, you got to do that a bunch of times until, you know, you're just like, Hey, whatever. Bloop. You know, drug Corey. This wasn't drug Corey yet. You know what I'm saying? This is like, you know, Power Rangers is Corey. Anyway, um, I couldn't get them down, dude. I couldn't get them down. And my mom's just like, I, this is like fucking, you know, hundred dollars worth of medication right here. And now we know you, you little aggravating ass has this, you need to take this. It's like, I can't fucking crying and shit, you know, cause the shit's dissolving in my fucking mouth and it's just disgusting. (laughs) Um, so yeah, then once I, once I was able to like, you know, the few times I was able to get it down, turn me into a fucking zombie. So like the rest of the world, it's like, yeah, man, I love Adderall and Ritalin. It helps me study. It helps me get my shit done. It didn't do any of that for me. Um, and it was a complete waste of my time. I turned into like a fucking zombie and I got like super fucking depressed as like, a you know, like a, a kid in middle school. Um, so, yeah, I didn't lose the 20 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> moral of the story i didn't lose the 20 pounds i didn't i didn't get help for my uh my zaniness you know and i found out that i couldn't swallow pills at that time oh no uh reality check and then hurricane katrina hit so i was just like, fuck it we can't afford adhd medication um so yeah that's that's my story of adderall but dude i remember i remember like and they did it right. They did it right. Fucking Saturday morning cartoons. I'm watching Gundam. You know, I'm watching Dragon Ball Z. Fucking ah, like Yu Yu Hakusho is coming on. Yu-Gi-Oh! And then boom, right in the middle of that shit. An Adderall commercial. 
you know, they knew where to put them. They knew. They knew. They were like, we're going to need these kids fucking zaned out or just brain dead. Um, so, yeah, that's my Adderall story. And uh, I really wish I would have lost that 20 pounds. I was like, man, I can lose all that baby fat. It just didn't, oh, just didn't, just didn't work. It didn't work still to this day. Um, anyway, my week's been weird. Uh, my boss retired last Friday. We got him fucked up and I found out this, this dude, this dude ain't no fucking lightweight. Uh, I had to go home early cause I had, I had to work a game on Saturday and Sunday. Shout out basketball. Um, this dude kept drinking like well into like the next day. Like it was like one in the morning. I found out he was still drinking. Um, he tried to buy a bottle at a bar and they were like, no, we don't do that. He was like, like serious. We were taking shots with him and all that shit. Um, so yeah, this week he's not, obviously he's not there. He's fucking retired. So like my boss is gone. They're not promoting. Um, and then my draft tech, who's like one of, he was my old boss. He was the number two that quit during COVID and then came back as a draft hack. Well, he just quit to go with third party company. Um, so it's been fucking weird, right? So I'm hoping that I get the draft tech position. I've basically done that job going on two years now. Well, I'm, I'm on my second year. Um, and so I'm hoping I get that fucking position. Cause you know, I'd love a take home vehicle since I have zero vehicle still since December 20th. Um, so yeah, it's been really weird at work. The most devastating thing happened to me though, Mason, I fucking lost the best pen I've ever had in my fucking life. Oh, that is tragic. This bitch at some religious school that bought beer for Mardi Gras took my pen to write out this check and didn't give it back to me. And it's my fault, but it's really hers. She you knew. Handed out, you handed out a pen. Listen. Of that magnitude. I'm upset, but I do it all the time, right? This is what got me. Oh, you this can't is, this do is, that. But this, listen, listen, listen to the story. I know I can't do that. And I've been living on the edge. I've been risking the biscuit, okay? My job is basically bring a bunch of shit, take the pen out of my pocket, I'm standing with that person. They sign the shit. Give me my fucking pen back right back in the pocket. That's the only time the pen comes out other than me writing, right? Still a rookie move. Oh, absolutely. Right. Things have been going weird all week, right? It's just been a weird fucking week. Anyway, she orders 60 cases of beer. Whatever. I can get it up. I can get it in there, right? I get to the front. (laughs) No fucking ramp. Stairs. Stairs. So fucking lurking. I'm lurking fucking cases upstairs with a hand truck, uh, which i got a back problems. We all know that. So I'm not, you know, I'm not fucking making it great. So I'm doing like, you know, single stack and a hand truck up the stairs four times. I'm fucking dead. I'm dying, sweating in this Lord Jesus's house. I give this woman the pen on the last, on the last go. I said, I'm out of breath, fucking sweating everywhere. I'm like, take the pen, start filling out the shit. I need to get the fuck out of here before I pass out. You know, I come back up. She hands me the check. She's like, here's everything. 
Here's all the papers. I signed all the papers for you. I took my copy. It's all folded into the envelope with the check. I pulled the check out. Look at it. Everything's good. I put the check up. I leave. I lost my fucking pen. It's my fault. But she knew what she was doing because when she wrote on that check, she said, my God, this is the best pen I've ever had in my fucking Oh, no. I know that's what she did. I know that's what she did because every time I wrote with this motherfucking pen, every now and then I'd get a comment. That's a great fucking pen. I said, fuck yeah, right back in the pocket. What kind of pen was it? Uh... Fuck, I don't have one in front of me. It's a click pen, first off. We already know it's legit. Click pen. Um, it was a gel, it, it wasn't a gel pen, but it had that consistency, like dark, bold strokes. It was uh, a number 10, which I thought would be a little a little thin, you know, line. No, nice broad line, very legible. And I mean, this thing had the perfect stroke game. This thing fucking, you could write for days. There was no gaps. There was no, you know, like where the ball was dry. None of that shit. It was smooth, clean the entire time. And it's gone. And this bitch has it in her fucking classroom. I tried. I I honestly should have called the school. (laughs) I should have called the school and be like, look, I will fight. Your security guard, if I don't get my fucking pen back. This happened yesterday. I'm still just devastated. You know why? Because I'm using the backup. It's a number seven, and it's not good. It's it's a great pen, but it, sorry, it's but it's like jankity. It's like a shitty, you know, pen you're name. Me, you're telling me this is the Wayne Gretzky of pens. This was the Wayne Gretzky of pens. Now this woman, this woman's got a successful no, 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 life. No, 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 no. This is the pick of you destiny. Had, you had the Wayne Gretzky of pens. Yes, and I traded and him to did, L.A. No, stop. And you didn't think to look at what kind of pen this was and invest in some more. Oh, no, no, no. I, I know what pen it is, but off the top of my head, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, if I got up out of my seat, I have one in my in my, uh, in my my foyer. Then, then what? But, but not But not that numbered one right so now i gotta go to walmart and go buy some but i don't listen i don't think i could buy another the same model i don't think it's gonna write like this motherfucker it just it won't be the same something about it was so like like it like i feel like there was like a manufacturer's error in a little just a little bit too much it it was like it was coming out it was like a, an evolutionary genetic mutation. Exactly. Like the but one in the million. The one in the million. You ever seen, you ever read the book Brains? <laughs> no. Okay. So, like, when like zombies were like the thing, when like uh, Dawn of the Dead came out, there's a book called Brains. Fuck, I forgot her name. Great Arthur. Basically, zombies. Typical zombie bullshit, right? One in every like ten thousand zombies or whatever has a, a, a retained something from their previous life. This guy had his thoughts, like his his brain was so active. He couldn't speak, but he could write. You know, he could he could think. Like some people, like okay, like this dude didn't get bit on the leg, 
and he was an athlete and he was one out of 10,000. So his legs muscles were still intact so he could run, you know, shit like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that's off you. This fucking pen was that one in 10. It was just, it was that bitch. It, it was, was that pen. oh my God, the best pen I could ever ask for. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. That is a tragedy. I know someone out there is just like, like, I just feel like, like for you to be a college kid, I feel like all the college kids and really any totally person that works, I think everyone in this world, except for children know what the fuck, this is devastating. A perfect pen. Yeah, no, I understand. That's not something you can get over. No, it, no, it's really not, dude. Like all week I've been writing with something else and I swear I could bomb. Like, you know, like I got like a six, $6 fucking pen, you know, like inflation. Thanks. Um, inflation. But I could bomb that fucking click boy right out the fucking window. You know, like nothing is good enough anymore. It just won't. It won't. Hit the this thing wrote like a Sharpie. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like there was no streaks. It was fantastic. Let's move on. All right. Yeah. I think we've gotten the pen, the pen talk. Rest in peace, buddy. I know this woman, I know this woman is just living her best life now. You know what I'm saying? Like things are going right in her world. And that was literally the only thing going right in my world. That's how it feels. Anyway, all-star break happened. Um, I didn't see much about it. Didn't hear much about it. Really wasn't covered that well. I didn't even see like clips of it really um, on Instagram or anything oh, like I that. I saw freaking, uh, did you see the Sarah Nurse thing? I did see that. Where where do you want to go with the All-Star break? We can there's a lot we can talk about here, so. Okay, the only things I've seen uh little Sergey and, and shout out shout out to House of Hockey Pod with uh with Ray Ray and Bree nailed it on the head. The only person that had fun at the All-Star break or like the 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 best athlete Sergey Ovechkin he had the best time of his life. Sergey Ovechkin. But no, I saw Nick Suzuki putt uh, on a fucking golf course with a hockey stick. Uh, yeah, what Nurse. was that event? What was that event supposed to be? That confused. I, some, play on, some play on Happy Gilmore. Was that what they were going for? I think it was like, it was in the skills event, I think. You know, so it was like, I, I don't know. I think that they were just like, okay, Florida. So you, you you got all the, what do you call them? Fucking snowbirds come down. You know, everybody goes to Florida, golf, all that shit. I think it was, you know, okay, retired hockey player or player. I don't fucking know. You, you go to Florida for golf and, yeah. you know, drugs. But uh, Suzuki had some nice assists. Uh yeah, I, I really, really wasn't feeling it. I also worked, but it, it really didn't seem like it was covered that well. I didn't. I don't think they did like much. I'm gonna say like advertising for it. No, I mean like I feel like it kind of flew under the rug this year. Yeah. Um. Because normally we everyone shits on it, and it was just like it wasn't even there, so you couldn't even really shit on it. Um, yeah, I think I think it was just so under the radar that no one watched it to shit on it. But 
I did see uh, like there was some, I guess, some cool moments and stuff that I saw. Like I thought that like seeing uh, Suzuki score off a Marner pass is mm-hmm. definitely definitely an interesting you know not something you see every day yeah absolutely but but yeah it was pretty it was pretty peak nhl i don't know to yeah you know it's the all-star game Um, (laughs) honestly the coolest thing that came out of it uh was suzuki sat down with spit and chicklets and he's on the the latest episode that was absolutely the best part of it yeah um and honestly how many times are we going to say that? Um, I think the funniest part of it is just how, like, I'm not going to say emotionless he is, but, like, in the beginning of it, I was like, damn, like. Oh, he was a, he was a wet is, towel. This is going to be a, a top. Yeah, and, like, they, it, he, like, really got loose, like, three-fourths of it. You know, like, there wasn't much left, but he was, he was getting into it. It was still a great conversation, but I just think it's hilarious. Like, that is Nick Suzuki, like. And they they went on to talk about like he went on to talk about like him and Cola like that that perfect combination like you know like the the crazy animated kid and then just the fucking laid back you know calm as a cucumber not a lot of anything going on probably all mental you know like Nick Suzuki yeah no I feel you I just thought too like it was. It was kind of a weird interview. You know what I mean? Like at the start where it kind of seemed like. Yeah, like they were like. Hmm. Well, I just meant like Suzuki was kind of taught answering them like they were sort of an interviewer. Yeah, like like a after pregame or postgame interview. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I understand. Yeah. But then as he kind of warmed up, I wish they had more time. Yeah, like as I, w- warmed up, I wish they, they would. I wish when they had guys like that, right, I wish that they would do some of it, and then once they start warming up, then start firing, like, really good questions at them. Like, and then, like, I don't want to say cut the early stuff out, but if, like, like you're saying, if they extend it, like, they should always extend the dry guys because if they start to loosen up, like, you should allow that to happen, you know? Understand he's, you know, maybe his time – conflicted but like it was just like right when it was like starting to become like he was really starting to open up it was like okay like tom's up you know yeah yeah no i i I definitely felt that too that's unfortunate but uh did have some interesting things from that uh i love the story did you hear the story about jack guy i thought that was pretty funny oh which one where he's like you got three seconds to let me go or the one where he hates his nickname He's like, you've got three seconds to let me go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did love I that. That's pretty I'm not going to lie. I love that they like him, dude. Like, I love that. I love that he's like a, a constant brought up thing. One well, thing, I, though. Jack, Jack I would be, would be a guy that those guys would like. You know what right. I mean? No, absolutely. Especially R.A., you know. Um, Grinelli did bring up, and we talked about it maybe last episode, maybe the one before that, um, my theory – it, obviously everyone has this theory that's thinking like it, but um, to make it interesting, do like three teams, U S then Canada, then worlds, you know, I Grinelli tried to split it too much doing like uh, Russia and uh, Finland and all that. Like, I think that's, that's way too fucking much. Just 
the main three, you know, well, the main two and then worlds. Um, I think that would bring a level of excitement because he did say, you know, he's like, okay, well, you're really, you're watching these games. The Atlantic did win strong fucking group, but you're really only rooting for Nick Suzuki, you know, unless it's like, you got like a, another team that you like, you know, but I did enjoy how he, you know, he said it really well, you know, like if it's not just, okay, I'm rooting for Nick Suzuki, I'm rooting for team USA. Okay. Well then it doesn't really matter. Like it's not the Habs. Now I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for my country. Granted. I, I, I like that. Cause I like that. It's sort of thinking outside the box. I think it would bring a level of yeah, challenge you, back. Yeah, but what the fuck are you going to do for the Swedish All-Stars? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. What? That's why I was saying. Well, that's why I was saying you just fucking put it as the world. Like, the, my my so thing is Canada, I brought up. Canada, U.S. versus world. But I just think you're. No, 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 no. So, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Mine was based off of what the the women's league did, the uh, PHF. They they had basically Team USA, Team Canada, and then everyone else was con- on Team World or Team World. Yeah, but what I'm saying is you're still assuming that you're going to have enough players from whatever position it is, right? No, you're absolutely right. And and that's why I was saying maybe like Grinelli's was a little too much because he was like, okay, team Russia, team Sweden, team – like exactly. You're not going to have enough you, – your all-star break is going to be like, okay, instead of, you know, let 20 guys, I'm sure it's more. Instead of that, half the league is now fucking playing in it, you know? Yeah, which I just think for me, my big issue I think with – the all-star game is that guys like, like I'll even use Nick Suzuki, for example, should Nick Suzuki be an all-star this year? Like, I'm not sure that he should at the start of the year. Absolutely. But you know what I'm saying? Now it's kind of, I don't think, I think there are guys in the division like William Nylander who deserved it more. Yeah. So like, yeah, basically, whoever's exceptional. I don't at this think moment. I don't to... think every team should have to be represented. Okay. And I think that's where the league goes wrong now. Is that the only way to make it engaging is by having every single team represented, right? And you instead don't have of that guys that are getting snubbed. No, instead of making it interesting, instead of mm-hmm. making the all-star game actually fun and like something that people want to watch they they get your interest by having players from every team that is the wrong way to look at it right it should be a good product not just okay here's you know you're gonna want to watch this because your favorite player you're, you're a player from your team is in it Right. That's not the way to do things, in my in my humble opinion. Instead, if they made if they kept the good competitions, like the hardest shot and uh the the shootout challenge, the breakaway challenge, and made them like keep them longer. You know what I mean? I feel like I didn't watch this year, I'll be honest, but I know in years past they they've almost made it too short. I remember when I was a kid watching the breakaway challenge for like an hour. 
it went on and every guy had like three attempts and then the best guys got two more and then really making like a competition of it, showcasing some talent. And, you know, the other thing too, that I think is kind of hard for the league to, to really control. Like I saw clips of that game, Corey. Mm -hmm. It looked like, like I've, I've played beer league games that I put more effort into. They didn't yeah. even care. They gave, and in years past, have they ever gone fully out? In nowadays, no, they don't because, you know, injury, blah, blah, blah. No one wants to be a guy that injures someone in the all-star game. Right. However, <laughs> this it's pretty bad nowadays. They don't try. They're, they're coasting. You know, make it interesting. Put something on the line. Maybe like the MLB where – um, home home advantage goes to the team that wins the all the division that wins the all star game something like that right right and it would just make it much more interesting but yeah that's 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 the way I see it at least okay no I think I think that's fair like like you're you're proposing to make it actually interesting to watch again by having the very best of the NHL there, not just a representation. What we have now is basically, you know, the everyone gets an award equivalent instead of well, yeah, it's okay. The fucking, well, well, our, our all star games like yeah. partic participation trophy yeah. essentially now, like the yeah, like okay, well, the Bruins should have you know five guys out there. Uh, fucking buffalo should have at least two or three you know like like shit like that like whoever's like you, whoever's the best needs to be there when you see that wayne gretzky made how i don't know how many fucking all-star games he made 17 all-star games whatever right mm -hmm. it means something because he was an all-star right <laughs> you know I mean? yeah but it wasn't just okay we're we're promoting you we'll you know we're sending you See, Kevin Hayes made the all-star team this year. Does that really, like, is Kevin Hayes an all-star this year? No. <laughs> like, Kevin Hayes is not one of the best players in the NHL. And that's what the all-star should be. Your best players. Best on best hockey. No, that's fair. But, All right. Yeah, that's how I see it, at least. No, I think I think that's a genuine response. All right, well, look, Mason, let's move on. Before we go anywhere, we do have a word from our sponsors over at DraftKings. Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super boosts <laughs> check the DraftKings sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m to 9 p.m eastern to see what prop bet will be boosted um mason who do you who do you want who do you want to win this uh i want uh the chiefs okay i i'm putting... i don't really have an egg in either basket i would have I... wanted the Bengals or the 49ers okay. to win I, I agree. Uh, not the 49ers, but I agree where you're coming from. I don't have any – I have no ties to either team. The, I am putting my, – my, my deciding factor is that I hate Philly. 
That's awesome. <laughs> I'm I'm putting money on the Chiefs, but I want the Dirty Birds to win. Really? Okay? Because I want I want that chaos. I need that. You know. I just think Philly sports fans are the scum of the earth. And I, I need I need to see I, I I just don't think they deserve happiness. I need another season of it's always sunny, you know, and I feel like they can keep going if they win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. New customers can bet five dollars on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network. Minimum age, and re- minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Mason, you want to do the other one, or you want to you want to hit another uh, another talking point? Uh, let's just you know get into the other one, and then we can get our final talking points out of the way. All right. Well, we have a our next ad read brought to you by Raycon. This time of the year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. Um, I'm always trying to lose weight, and I always, like everyone else, it's like, I'm going to lose weight as my, you know, good year deed, um, and it doesn't fucking work. Or I, I do, and then I put it off because I love ice cream. But anyway, I found that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact in the same way. You don't have to break the bank to make a bigger deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if it's something you use every day, like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low-latency gamer headphones, or a speaker with battery life that will last all night at your next party, Raycons got you covered. And yep. Raycon started half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair and a spare. It's still pay it's still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. That's why they offer buy now, pay later options, and every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. Some of my favorite things about it, obviously, I've spoken on it many times, crystal clear call quality. Like when I called that woman who stole my fucking pen, I could hear her, uh, I can hear the kids in her class mouthing off in the background. Um Water and sweat resistant. I wouldn't drop these in the fucking pool, but I'm a sweaty dude. I'm Italian. I'm covered in fucking hair. I sweat my ass off. I And guess what? It's not getting in it. It's not destroying my buds. Another thing, eight hours of earbud performance. That's big. It's fucking big. That's at least a regular day for most people. I take mine off at lunch and charge them for an extra 30 to 45 minutes and it gets me through to the rest of the day that's huge for me i need that and they're fucking cheap they're amazingly uh like priced so anyway ready to buy something small with a big impact go to buyraycon.com slash thpn today to get 15 percent off on your raycon order that's buyraycon.com slash thpn to score 15 percent off Buyraycon.com slash THPN. 
All right, Mason. Uh, what what the fuck? Oh, big trade today happened. Uh, I guess it's it's a big trade because of his name. But uh, I guess you know we haven't really talked about it, so maybe we'll get your well. We're definitely gonna get your opinion on it. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I'm sure we all know what's going on. But uh, we had the Tarasenko trade happen today, and at this moment I am pulling <laughs> pulling up the trade so we can try to digest it and maybe dissect it. Yeah, so Vladi Tarasenko goes to New York. Uh, Sammy Blay returns to uh, St. Louis. Now, you can be pretty certain that Sammy Blay is going to make the money work. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, St. Louis acquiring a first, a fourth, and a prospect, and Sammy Blay. The uh, prospect basically. is Hunter Skinner, one of the sickest fucking names. And I think he was drafted, what, 2020? I think that was his draft class. I'm going to look it up, but keep going. I'm sorry. I think, yeah, maybe. I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Um, However, I do, <laughs> like, I, I kind of want to get your opinion. I think this is a fucking good trade. Do you really? I Okay. Uh, I honestly... Uh, unlike the last time we talked and you, and you shit on me for the Islanders, I it, I think it looks good on paper. I think this is a this is a bad Wait, this is sorry, bad deal. At, I think it's a good trade for New York. Really, I, I'm the opposite. I think I don't really think anybody walked away with something amazing. I think that this is a good deal for New York because. You're getting like New York isn't a win now window, right? Okay. No, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just ready for my rebuttal. <laughs> no, that's fine. There, it's a win now window for New York. And like Tarasenko, look at the, I think he's what, like, how many points does he have this year? Let me quickly pull it up. I know he last year he had kind of a renaissance year, 84 points, 82 games. And no, he hasn't been doing that this year, but he's been no scrub either. People are acting like Tarasenko's washed. He has 29 points in 38 games, 10 goals, 19 assists. He's 31 years old on an expiring deal. And look, he's going to, you have the opportunity now to, to play him with Mika Zabinajad and Artemi Panarin. That, if that's your first line, or maybe you put him on the second line um, and make like, Regardless, what I'm getting to is the New York Rangers have one of the most dangerous top six forward groups in the NHL already, and they did last year. I think they've added to that. And they've also addressed their defensive issues a little bit too. Picking up uh, Mikola, look, he's a third-pairing defenseman, but he's good defensively. He's mm-hmm. solid. Okay. He's, no, he's not elite, but for a third-pairing defenseman, that helps them out a lot, and that was an area of concern for the Rangers. So really, if I'm a Rangers fan, I'm I'm ecstatic. If I'm a St. Louis Blues fan, look, I think Blues fans maybe would have wanted more, but I would be ecstatic if I was you too because Vladimir Tarasenko has requested a trade almost two years ago. You weren't going to get a haul for him. 
It was never going to happen like that. He's on an expiring deal. I think you should be happy with the way things went. But especially if you're a Rangers fan, I think this is this is perfect. This is exactly what you want. I think that's fair. I think you you hit some great topics. Um, maybe mine's not as educated, but I just don't think, based off of Vladimir Tarasenko, who's a phenomenal athlete, he can't stay healthy. You're right. The Rangers are in a win-now position, but I don't think that Tarasenko is going to put them anywhere closer. I still don't think that they're a, you know, a, a big presence team. I think they're definitely a playoff caliber team, but I don't see them going past the second round. I'd love to see them have a little bit of success because now I, I blame it on NHL 21 that I like the Rangers a little bit, but I, I, I just don't see that this is the move that puts this team into a deadly a deadly team again. Um, I think like you're forgetting to like the Rangers have this guy named Igor Shosturkin. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, fucking everybody would love him. And the Rangers are probably going to make the playoffs, but they're, they're third in the Metro. I think this deal guarantees them a playoff spot. And I think what else it does is it guarantees that scoring shouldn't be an issue. And as long as scoring is not an issue, I think that means that as long as scoring's not an issue, Igor Shosturkin's going to give you a chance, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm of the opinion that this was all they could do. And you know what else this tells me? It tells me that um, the price for Timo Meyer and Patrick Kane is too high. Yes, I was going to, we were going to get to that next. Which I think bodes very, 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 very well if you're Habs fan. Because that means guys like Josh Anderson and Joel Edmondson and these other additions, if teams are getting priced out of Meyer and Patrick Kane, then they're going to go to second options. And that's guys like Joel Edmondson and Josh Anderson and Sean Monahan if he comes back in time. Guys like that, right? Right. So... Really, I think if you're a Habs fan, this trade should make you happy. And if you're a Rangers fan, you should just you should be ecstatic. Truthfully, that's how I see it. To me, it 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 shows that the Rangers organization have faith in their team and they're going for it. I just hope that they don't I don't think they have the room to go for it like Florida did last year, because Florida's crippled for like the next seven years. But um, Rangers, I still think it's a second round exit, but they didn't really, they didn't really lose anything. You, you take on Vladimir Tarasenko. I'm, if you're a Rangers fan, I'm hoping you sign them, you know, um, or if you're, you know, someone who's just worried about him. Cause I mean, he's only, he's only had three seasons where he's had 80 games played. And I mean, honestly, we, why don't we just add, five seasons of 70 76 games or more and that the last one was 2019 when they won the cup um i just i'm sorry he's he's had an extra one last season when he did great never mind so i just think that poor tarasenko his body's 
falling apart a little bit. It's been he was an issue. healthy last year, and he stayed healthy this year, though. And I'm hoping he stays that way. But I know that it's been an issue for him. I'm glad he's out. He's he's not there anymore. You know, he made a, a comment um, at the All Star game, and I'm, I'm glad he's in a better position. And I think he can he can thrive in New York. I'm just as a as a Rangers fan, not me. I I hope that we fucking sign this guy and he takes a decent, you know, he he doesn't just break our fucking bank. But for the Blues, uh, they retain 50% of his salary. He's making current cap hit 7.5. I'm not going to math that. It's what, like 5 million, something like that? Yeah. Four or five, like 4.5, whatever. Um Anyway, Sammy Blaze, or Sammy Blay, I I kind of feel bad for him because if I'm not mistaken, he he did play for the Blues, so now he's leaving a Rangers team where he's been really good, a really good depth guy. He's going. I, no, Sammy Blay's been terrible. I think terrible. he's I think he's one of those fucking glue guys There's for playoff five, runs. Five five points in 40 games he's been terrible okay yeah he's having a bad year but i'm just saying like i think that that he's one of those guys that maybe it's not about points for him maybe he's just really good i I don't watch these games to know i think that his his you know goodness comes for playoffs i think everything i've seen on rangers twitter has told me that sammy blay has been terrible okay well i'm not on rangers twitter i don't know why you're there like I just like I like <laughs> just fans, right? So I think like I think that just feeds into this being a win for the Rangers, right? And it is, it is. You're you're right, you're right. I still think it's kind of tough for each team, but it is definitely more in favor for the Rangers because the Blues just lost. Uh, I mean, more or less the the top cheese they've had for for a while, um, as as far as you know, like offensive talent. They got a first round pick that's going to be, you know, a late first round pick, uh, a fourth round Hunter Skinner from the 2019 draft. He was a fourth he's, rounder. Supposed to be really good, isn't he? Defenseman. I, 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 I thought I haven't looked into him, but I've, I, I remember hearing his name buzz around. You got Sammy Blay back, and the Blues retained 50 percent of his salary. So it's. I don't think you've really walked away with anything other than a guy that you can put immediately. Well, a guy that's immediately can fit a role in your team and as a depth and uh, another first round pick. The Rangers definitely got the best of it, but I still, I don't know if that's enough for them and I hope them the best, I guess. But the second part you did bring up, uh, how they're saying Timu Myers, you know, the asking price for him uh, is way higher. So um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, Pat Nudeau had posted something about the rumors that uh, Josh Anderson could be a um, like before the draft happens coming up, a move uh, to acquire uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois. I don't put a lot. That's of what I see. I've also I've heard that um, Marco Damico. I'm not going to put a lot into that, but hey, I've you know, heard we that. know that's I've a guy heard, that wants to be here. I've heard that from multiple sources. Eric Engels actually mm-hmm. spoke about that. 
And I mean, if you're talking Habs, Engels is the guy. Is the guy. Right? <laughs> um, so I think that's definitely like a possibility, and I think it's an interesting one. Um, from what everything we've seen, and at least everything I've heard, um, is that uh, fuck, what was it? The Habs fully believe that Pierre-Luc Dubois is coming in free agency. Whether or not they trade, uh, they they trade for him is dependent on like if they think the Jets might trade him somewhere else and they kind of want to lock it in. But well, from my understanding is the Habs think the Habs are of the impression that they're coming, that Pierre-Luc Dupois is coming and he is going to be, you know, trying to become a Hab. And I think that's, that bodes very well for the Habs. <laughs> yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Um, I just wanted, I don't know, you know, may, I'll leave my comments for if that happens. I'll be excited. I think that's that's great. Um, I don't know where you, where you want to go, Mason. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so we had um, one other. What was the other thing we were going to talk about? Sorry. It's the, the absence of Habs games. It's just it's just been a dull week. It was it was made well, of that. Yes, yeah, so February eleventh. Habs one of the last teams to play after the All Star break. Um, mm-hmm. and none of none of our injured players have returned. Yeah. <laughs> so that that either screams things are worse than they seem, or the Habs are fully in for the tank. And I'm I'm kind of of the opinion that it's a bit of both. I agree. I agree. Um. Also, to piggyback on, on your last comment uh, with the last topic, hopefully Pierre-Luc Dubois is willing to take not the not a friendly, you know, like a hometown discount, but maybe like I, I just want not a fleecing. We would all want that, but like maybe maybe a little, you know, maybe a little something, you know what I'm saying? Like take a little less to go exactly where the fuck I want to go, you know? And I think that would be fantastic for us, but um, it is, it's been, it's been fucking boring. Um, shout out to people like Matt Drake, who's posting about our prospects playing in the, in the, you know, in the, in the, the, the dub and shit like that. Um, but it's been fucking boring. I, I haven't wanted to, I haven't come home and been like, okay, at least I have something to do when we're not recording, you know, um, it's been a little tough. This is like, um, like, like off season more or less, you know, but without like the draft, so you have nothing to really talk about. Yeah, no, I think that, um, <laughs> I think in Habsland it is a little dry right now, maybe a little bit, but there's definitely, um, I think things are going to heat up here with um the trade deadline, mm-hmm. and um. I think this Tarasenko trade is probably going to heat things up. Um, we've heard that Joel Edmondson is, um, you know, th- talk has kind of heated up. Edmonton, Calgary are interested. Uh, hopefully, one of both those teams are interested and in kind of, you know, the way they compete with each other, not only in the regular season, but in the playoffs, um, you know, maybe that ups the price. We'll see. Um, but I'm, I'm think, I don't think Kent Hughes is going to be, inactive here i think you're going to start to see um 
some stuff happening and uh we'll probably see the Habs make a deal here sooner rather than later that'd be fantastic i expect him to be a bit reserved but i think it'll be quality so i don't i think i think that i truthfully believe that kent hughes will sell whatever he can anyone and anyone it's just a matter of is he gonna get he's not gonna undersell and i think we've learned that from kent hughes is that yeah he yeah he wants to shop guys and he wants to make deals and um you know make uh trades for guys but he's not gonna take a price that he doesn't think is you know out of worth yeah going to get what he what he thinks is the guys are worth Absolutely. I think you're right on in that aspect. I just think that we'll see just a few, I think maybe, maybe two really nice ones. And I think we're going to see a lot more um, getting close to the draft. I think we'll get, we'll get some around that, around that time. Um, But yeah, I don't, uh, you got anything else, buddy? Uh, No, I, I think we've covered it all. Okay. Well, um, uh, I'm fine with that, too. I got frozen pizza now outside. Anyway, this has been Habs Nightly. Thank you all so much for listening. Also, oh, I forgot. Mason, how cold is it? How cold is it? Yeah, how cold is it? What do you for mean? Y'all. For y'all. Hasn't it been, like, ridiculously cold? Oh, yeah. It's, like, three degrees out today, though. Fuck yeah. Let's see what it is here. 63. So, 30s. I think in the 30s for y'all would be here. Um definitely not but anyway this has been halves nightly (laughs) thank you all so much for listening sorry about uh the longevity of the the this episode i mean as far as like since the last one uh give us follow on twitter give us a like show your friends if you're interested in and spreading our stuff we really appreciate it we will talk to you guys again soon thank you all so much go dirty birds You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.